That's coffee. I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. This is the College Manifesto. This is it for us. Oh, boy. Well, for us, at least. Not the podcast, but our college experience is slowly coming to an end. Woo! You had me worried there, Anthony. I thought you were saying this podcast is over. God, no. I mean, we post every single week, man. Every week. We're diligent. Every Monday, we post this podcast. Right, Anthony? Uh, no? No. Not necessarily Monday. It really does depend. Well, why would we ever not? I think a good story would be to start off what happened last week. (laughs) I guess that would be a good reason not to post, wouldn't it, Anthony? I think so. So we're recording in the studio. We did the Facebook Live. You might have seen it. You might have wondered, where did that podcast go? And why did it end with Alex walking away saying things are not going well? Well, that's because the computers don't love us. And it just... Went to sleep in the middle of our podcast, and we lost everything. We did. We were trying to take a piece of that audio from the engagement. We had a few people that were writing to us. It was actually pretty funny. Answered some good questions. I answered them better than Alex. The, Arguably. Uh, I thought you even admitted, so there's proof that you did admit to that I had better <laughs> answers. But uh, nonetheless, it is still available for you to listen to. If you go onto our Facebook page, uh, it's a Facebook Live video. It, it looks like us just sitting in front of two microphones talking. Um, so essentially what we were going to do is take part of that audio and put it into our newest episode. However, due to unforeseen circumstances with technology, or as my Spanish would, friends would say, tecnología, we, uh, <laughs> we, had, we just couldn't do it. Uh, it we tried. We it tra- really tried to recover it all, but it just it was not happening. The it. computer went to sleep, dude. It was like sleep mode. But I couldn't even turn it back on. After, I, ch- I turned it off and turned it back on in the hopes that I could at least see a screen and nothing. Nada. It, went, it was just done. It was like too much good podcast right now. It was too much. It was like podcast so this good. Is so good. We don't. We know if people hear this, yep. they will never want to listen to anything else again. I agree, hundred percent. So that was that was kind of our mishap. Uh, it was something that was not on. It wasn't our fault. We were trying to put out an episode. Um, so at least we Facebook lived it. We so did. People can. There is some record of it. So it's kind of like bonus content. So like, like the page, check it out, watch the video, have a few laughs, look at. And listen Us to my make a fool of ourselves. Yeah, and listen to my answers. Like my answers are better. You can ignore mine. It's fine. Scrub through. If you see my mouth moving, just fast forward. <laughs> it's much more entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's, well, that's that. I see you got a little ring on your finger. A little ring. I mean, my fingers are pretty small. <laughs> it's like a seven, like a ring size seven. So I mean, oh, let me see it. It's not too hand tight. It over. I'm not gonna hand it What's over. What's it for? It's, it's a college that's ring. That's what I thought. It's a college ring. So is it, uh, uh, it's it's just gold though. There's no like it's ten karat gold, man. There's no jewels on it. No man, no bling. Keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I'm super excited about this. Me too. I was sitting in class um, yesterday. It was Wednesday, and um, there's like certain number of absences that you can have for a class that doesn't affect your grade. <laughs> and my, my we know that you don't have to come all the time, so we're gonna let you not come twice. Right, not come twice. I haven't heard that before. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, you know, sitting in class, and our group was like, "Hey, like we finished this report, we submitted it." You know, and some of us had like a few absences that we could still use, and I used one already beginning of this week, and I was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll use it again." So I was sitting in class yesterday, like, "This is the last time I have to sit into." This is my last time sitting in a college classroom. Arguably. Arguably. 
and I was like, wow, this is it. Like Owen Wilson, wow. Like, wow. Like, this was awesome. So I had to, like, wake up this morning, and I was just like, this is it. I have no other obligations, nothing due. Doesn't it feel great? It's it's a very weird feeling, and I, I, like, I, just, I was so scared. I went to Barnes & Noble today. I'm like, I need to, like, buy a book or something. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to have some sort of knowledge coming in. So I think there's going to be definitely an adjustment period, and I think with all of the uh, stories and advice that we've had from all of our um, – guests that we've had on from previous episodes just to me to internalize that and to say like, Hey, you know, a couple months down the road, what am I doing? What is, you know, what does after college life look like for me? And I think what's the most important, at least in my eyes is to, you know, keep, keep with knowledge. And I think that's a, uh, that's kind of like what I'm going to go at because Saturday I walk and it's over. See, I walked before I actually finished school. <laughs> I think that's so crazy. I mean, if you're, if you're cool with that, man, I think, I think that's great, but I was, this last class I had did not constitute a class in my brain. So I was perfectly happy. I was done when I walked back last spring. Because that was the only thing you had yeah. over summer. And, and then on top of that, it literally was an essay and then having someone sign a piece of paper. That was the extent of the class. Oh. So it wasn't like I'm going to a lecture. It wasn't like I, I was done. I was working full time, part of it, you know, already. So it's great. I, uh, I, I was definitely enjoying the time between full-time and graduation, though. So keep that as long as you can, because it's so- Tuesdays and Thursdays were my Typhoon Lagoon day. I would just I would <laughs> go to my internship Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then go to Typhoon Lagoon Tuesday, Thursdays. And when my first week came around, I was like, wait, aren't I supposed to be going to Typhoon Lagoon today? And then I kept going to work, and I kept going to work, and I kept going to work. No more Typhoon Lagoon. No more Typhoon Lagoon. Thankfully, I found a job that I really, really, I truly do enjoy it. I'm really lucky, but... I don't feel like I'm working at it at all. Mm. I mean, most of the time I'm actually not working. I just sit there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't fire me. I promise I'm really good at work. I'm good at what I do, okay? Um, but, no, I really love it. So I enjoyed the moments between. Now I just got to find time now. Like t- tomorrow, fun fact, I'm taking the, a half a day and going to South Carolina for a couple days just to get some food. Why not? Yeah, I'm like, South Carolina is so close to Orlando, six-hour drive. Let me go get some delicious South Carolina food. If we have anyone has been to Charleston on this podcast, please let me know where I need to be. Please let me know where I need to go, what to eat, what to drink. I need to know. I mean, there's good food. A lot of Southern comfort food. Mm-hmm. I love Southern food. What's your favorite Southern food, Anthony? Cornbread. I like I like me it's like a thing of ribs, dude. Oh, mm. Just getting your fingers all up in it. Mm. And give you that wet nap at the end. But you know, like if you go to like an ale house and they give you a rack of ribs, you're like, oh, this is what a ribs look like. And then you go to a real barbecue place and you're like, oh my god, what is this ribs as big yeah, as man. my forearm? Like they ain't playing around with that cow. That's a big, big piece of rib. It's so good, dude. I'd like drench that shit in barbecue sauce. Mm. Mm. It makes me moist thinking about it. <laughs> so going off of that. We, um, we know that this is the end for our college experience, but this is not the end for the College Manifesto. Uh, we are still going to be facilitating this podcast and bringing more content because just because our experiences end, I feel like we can shed light on our experiences after college as well as still have guests on that are going through college, um, new things that are happening now. Uh, and I think it's important to still have that and still create that engagement piece. Plus, fall semester is about to start, and I feel like there is 
more opportunity to really reach out uh, into the community and to find out like what people are really talking about, what is like really essential to college uh, for 2017 and from now on, because things have changed since we graduated from high school and now graduating college has been been a pretty big time gap. So I think there's a lot more that we can contribute to and um, provide as a, you know, a resource to people that listen to this podcast. So a story that we wanted to bring up today, and I think it's kind of like a funny little gag thing, and it really makes you uh, think if you're starting up college this few coming weeks, or if you've been in college and you know the whole drill, uh, story, the story of financial aid. Boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. I felt like that was the right way to do it. I think so. It was, although the thing about when that financial aid drops is it could be a very positive thing. You're like scrounging around on the ramen until that fin aid drop hits and you're like, oh, I'm going to the steakhouse. <laughs> for the majority of people that are like listening, like, yeah, like totally. And I know exactly what you mean. But for those who don't know about like financial aid disbursement, if you get any sort of loans or things like that, so money, scholarships, even. scholarships even. So money that you have to pay out to your respective university for classes, for taxes, for parking, all of that good stuff. There is an X amount of dollar. There's a dollar value there of what you owe. And sometimes, usually more often than not, you have financial aid. And that's either in the form of loans, scholarships, grants, what have you. It's money that is allocated to you to pay off that. Not all the time, but most of the time, there is a difference in what you owe and what you get back. And that money that you get back is what's called that thin aid disbursement, literally the best time of your life. I remember when I got my first reimbursement, reimbursement, reimbursement. I would say reimbursement. Reimbursement. Except that you didn't put anything out. I put out a lot in my four years. How would you reimburse me? I was reimbursed. Are giving you money back from some... I don't know. Let's just go with it. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. English majors, pay attention. Yeah. So when the money gets refunded back to you, so it's still... That's a weird thing because it depends on how you get financial aid. If it's all grants, great. Usually it's not, but if it is... The money that you get back is still money that is owed. <laughs> you saw, you saw so the, the, cor- the correct thing to do, and this not doesn't happen, but the correct thing to do is that money that you get back, don't spend it. Like, put it back in to start paying mm-hmm. back your loans, pay down that interest, whatever. Well, because you're still going to have to pay interest on the money you get on top of, you know, if, if it's a loan and you get extra money, you're paying interest on that. Yeah. It so, depends on some of them if they're, like, subsidized or unsubsidized. If the, you know. If you don't pay it off before the interest starts accruing, you're paying interest on it. Yeah. Usually, a lot of the time, what you're paying, you're paying, you're paying the interest before you're even paying the, paying the principal amount. Mm-hmm. So, I was sitting and thinking about, God, with all that financial aid money, what have I purchased in my four years? And I actually made a list. It's a very short list, but it's because I couldn't remember everything that I purchased, like every single item. <laughs> so you did go back through your receipts. Well, but, but, yeah, I didn't go back. I didn't keep the receipts. That's a bad thing. I was like, eh, you know, I'll just deal with it later in life. So in what I was able to remember, I looked back, and in the course of my four years of college, I've purchased four tattoos, one plane ticket to Europe, one camera, one phone, way too much food, and the rest I just I can't remember. Well, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking about. That plane tri- ticket to Europe, that was part of school thing, right? That wasn't just for fun. But it's still coming out of my pocket. Yeah. Like, okay, it's still money okay. owed. Okay, yeah. You know, it's so not It wasn't like, part of, like, your tuition. It was part of you going to the class. Right. It, it benefited me in, in the fact that I received credit for it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I still had to put that money out. The tattoos were definitely not needed. Tattoos were not needed. <laughs> but, you know, what was really cool is that, like, it's one of those things that you purchase and, like, you never lose. Mm. It's like you have to wear it for the rest of your life. 
Should have got that Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson face tattoo. That would have been like... Yeah, good luck getting a job after that. Dude, they hired Mike Tyson. Did, did, for what? <laughs> for the chicken? Tyson chicken? No, I think it's a different Tyson, but... Is that Tyson still spelled the same way? Is there another way to spell Tyson? I don't know. Man. I don't know. But yeah, what about you? What did you spend your financial aid money on? All right, so I was pretty responsible with mine, but I will say that towards the end of my my uh, my life in college, I was getting to be like, eh, this money that I'm making for my part-time job, I really don't feel like spending on my rent and my food. So I would just use my leftover money and then pay my rent with it. Or I would get extra money. I would say I need more money than what I need for tuition. I love that. And then they're like, oh, great, so we'll give you an extra $2,000. I'm like, Perfect. I love it. That'll be perfect for my rent money. So all the money that I made working so hard did not go towards tuition or rent or food. I just spent it on things and like going places, like trips. Like like so technically, my money didn't go towards my trip to California or like my trip to um, Chicago, but it did kind of because I didn't have that money to spend initially. So I love I, I blew some money in Chicago. I, that's part of the money that I can't remember. I blew some of that in Chicago. <laughs> those uh, Magnolia Bakery don- uh, Dude, donuts and cupcakes. The cupcakes, and man. Those cupcakes. Brownies. Mm. Those were good. Mm. Those tacos that we had were good, too. I forgot the place that where it's at. And those tacos were, like, really spicy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Flacco's Tacos. Yeah, yeah. And they have the best margaritas. Yeah, those were. God. Those were good. Now I want to go to Tex-Mex, please. We should. We should go to Tex-Mex. Mm. Chewy's, dude. Chewy's is Chewy's like has, Honestly, yeah, you're right. Bro, Chewy's is the shit. Ah, stay focus. See, that's what you'd spend your tuition money on, going to Chewy's happy hour, and you get all the alcohol. Oh, God. It's so good, those chips and course, salsa. Only when you're... Well, because, see, that's... I feel like it's a deal. I feel like... I feel like when you have it, you're going to get the free chips. Right. And you know that the chips... It makes the whole thing. You have to get the chips. <laughs> you can't go to a Tex-Mex place and tell me you're not going to get chips and salsa. It's my favorite part of going to a Tex-Mex place. I feel like I'm getting more for my money. They don't charge you. I, I, you know what? A lot of times I'll go there and I'll just eat the chips and salsa and then get like a little drink on the side and then just fill up on the sal- chips and salsa and then make my meal like a second meal later. I think this kind of goes back to financial aid story because how many times do you think you use that card and you spend food? Like even if it's a little thing like, oh, five bucks here, 10 bucks there. Oh, we're going to go out to dinner. I got you. 50 bucks here. Like because I got money. Because you got money. It's so hard to get that concept of it's not your money added. Because it's, once it's in your bank account, you're like, well, this is my money. Yeah, you don't think about the 4% interest you're going to be paying on it potentially at that one moment. Because, you know, the last little bit of money you get is going to be an unsubsidized loan. So there is an article on Business Insider. It says the, the title of this um, article here. It says, $5 billion in student loans may be dismissed because the lender lost the paperwork. <laughs> $5 billion. So it was kind of like just to sum it up real quick. Um, billions of dollars in student loans may be wiped um, out for tens of thousands of borrowers in the U.S. because a lender didn't keep track of the paperwork verifying ownership of the loans. And this is according to the New York Times. Um, a National Collegiate Student Loan Trust, which holds 800,000 private loans, is one of the country's largest owners of private student loans and is a center of legal dispute. Mm, I hope I'm on there. <laughs> Show me Gosh, the paperwork. Man. Like it's that's so crazy because it's like there's people that might have them just thrown out because if you can't find the paperwork for it, there's no paper trail on to who owes it. So that's just money that's thrown out. I don't know like if I don't I don't know like the way to actually figure out if you're part of the people. I think you just kind of like look at your account one day and if like, like shit the money's not there, like the money's not there. I, I gotta I wanted to see like how much like 
student loan debt there is. Billions. Total. Did you know student that student loan debt? Student loan debt usurps credit card debt. But there's more people. Like there's more people that have credit cards I'm and more sure. people with student loans. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude. What are the numbers? Americans own over 1.4 trillion in student loan debt, spreading out among the 44 million borrowers. That's about 620 billion more than the total U.S. credit card debt. In fact, the average class of 2016 graduate has $37,172 in student loan debt, up to 6% from last year. Shit, I got more debt than that. But um, oh boy. that's crazy. Like, that's super... It, so I was wrong about billions. It's trillions. Trillion dollars. That's crazy. Now, how much is the national debt? National debt? Yeah, yeah. Tell me how much the national debt national is. National credit card debt or just No, no, just the national debt. Um, we're close to $20 trillion. <laughs> okay, so 1 20th of the entire government's debt is what the, what the student loan that's debt so is in crazy. this country. Isn't that it crazy? Tells, yeah, there's like a budget right. deficit. It shows all of that stuff, and that, it breaks it down. These are like, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but this is really cool. It moves in real time. Of what all the debt is? That's like the debt in real time moving. No. It's updated continuously. It's moving up and down? or is No, it's only moving up. <laughs> <laughs> not down, up. I mean, debt is good. Debt is not bad. If it's you just... can leverage it appropriately, for example, if you took your student loans that you got extra and invested them somewhere and made more of a return than the interest you would be paying, you're making money. So if you have an opportunity that's going to give you 10% back on your money and you're going to pay 3% to borrow it, you're making 7%. But most of us just buy food and trips and validate it as, uh, but I'm creating experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... But I love it. I mean, honestly, f- screw it. I want to go to California. I want to go to Chicago. I want to eat food, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think we're on, the, we're on this planet for such a short period of time. It's like, use this time wisely. If you die with debt, great. Your kids can handle that. I just That's have, why you have kids. I just won't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That too. With you. I just won't have kids. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought it was really interesting. That story, that article that was out, I was like, God, please like let me be part of this. Like, just... Let me get a couple. Let me get a couple thousand just off, just knocked off. That'd be great. I wonder how much of uh, that financial aid is spent on drugs, like, like prescription drugs, or like <laughs> probably both. I don't think there's a way to track like what's not. Of course not. But yeah. what I'm saying is, what do you think the the percentage of people who uh, use drugs use their financial aid money to buy it? Bro, listen. Like when first when when f- they probably have like financial aid parties like that drop. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone has like hosted like a fin aid drop party. Mm. Like you got your financial aid money, great. Here's like the minimum that you need to spend on for the party. So like all guests have to spend at least this much, dude. It'd be like so much money. Wow, I feel like we should do that. That's a good party idea. College manifesto is holding the fin aid drop party. 2017, fall 2017, located Orlando, Florida. We're gonna do it. I love it. It's like a get-together to meet everyone. It is. I really think it is. <laughs> and it's like, hey, we're all going to have some money. Yes, we owe it at some point down the road. It's, it's going to be great. Today is today and tomorrow is tomorrow. That is correct. Tomorrow never comes. I do like it. I did graduate. I graduated. BSBA in marketing. BSBA, a Bachelor's of Science in Business Administration. God, that sounds good. <laughs> it makes me sound waste. People are like, you know the autofill on the, the job applications? It's like, do you have a BA? I'm like, no, I have a BSBA. I earned that shit, goddammit. <laughs> do you have a BS? No, I have a BSBA. Four characters long. <laughs> Four characters, and I earn every freaking letter. A character per year. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. It's literally a character per year. So, mm. I mean, it's good to think about. Um, so... Not telling you how to spend your money. Spend it how you like. I 
did the wrong thing. Alex did a little bit better than I did. I still did the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, we're all going to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're aware of the money that you spend, that you owe, like I, I feel like I'm very financially responsible. I wouldn't say maybe I would say responsible to an extent because I'm I'm in debt and I have spent money that I haven't need to spend. I think I'm smart enough to know how to consolidate everything and to know how to go about it correctly with my job and income and how much my monthly payments are and blah blah blah. And I think for me personally, if it's something that I have to pay for for the rest of my life and it's just like a bill that I get once a month like you know, it, it's just like a bill. It's like a water bill. You're going to get used to it. You're going to get used to it. It's just going to come out and it'll be like auto deducted. You won't even see it. And then one day you're going to have it completely gone. And you're going to feel great. Hopefully before I die. You're going to have, oh, where is this extra $300, $400 coming from? (laughs) Don't ask, don't tell. So, Anthony, college semester is about to start. Yeah. Flashback to you four years ago. What was going through your mind? You know what? Let's just do sophomore year. Because, you know, it's a little bit different when you're going to your freshman year. Mm -hmm. Sophomore year. What did you do to prepare? And what was it like going into the semester? So a lot of the basic things, I, I think for me, what was most important is knowing, obviously, like where my classes are. That was like kind of a given, like a couple days before, since I'd lived on campus, I wanted to find out. Um, it's a, I look at the first semesters, if it's like fall and then spring and then fall again, they're all like these renewal periods. And it gives you an opportunity to like, you know, hit the refresh button. It's like, I've done something, like I want to do something differently. Like one thing, and it's kind of like, it really does depend on who you are as a person, but you know, like map out a plan. Like it gives you an opportunity. It's like a new year's resolution. It's like a, you know, it's like a twice a year. It's like a bi-yearly resolution where you can say like, Hey, I'm going to do this differently this year. If it's go out and join an organization or, you know, make like a workout schedule or like meal prep, whatever it is, just to do something that makes your life seem more fulfilling because we all get that college experience and we always want that external thing. We want what's outside the classroom. And I think you have to make that for yourself. So even if it's something as stupid as like, you know, like making sure that you get your parking pass before like the first day of school starts, like buying a t-shirt with your school logo on it to get ready for a football game, like any, anything, any of these little things that just make your life a little bit better. I think you should go out and do that. That's what I think that would, that's what I would do. And that's what I've done. Well, um, I know personally, a lot of the times I'll get that commitment. I'll say, I'm going to go to the gym this semester. I'm going to get my calendar. I'm going to write all my things down on my calendar. It lasts for about two weeks and then nothing. I completely get over it and I just barely make it through the semester. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there's like that, (laughs) there's that weird drop off period. I know exactly. It's like, it's like midweek three, starting week mm-hmm. four. That's that sweet spot right there. Like, I don't know if, if, if anyone doesn't know what that sweet spot is. Like, I'm here to tell you what that is. It's that period of where, like, I, and I remember because I remember doing it. It's like, you'd write all of your, like, homeworks and mm-hmm. stuff and everything that's due, like, in your little calendar or whatever, and you would, like, stop. Like, that third week is when you begin to stop. And once you hit that third week, you're like... Uh, now I got to, you know, write my shit out like two more weeks in advance. I have to like read up on these chapters. You, you start, lo- you, you already start like losing steam on it because you've, you've been doing it for a few weeks. I'm like, eh, you know, I can do without it. Like it hasn't been so hard so far, you know, but, and usually like content is much easier towards the beginning of the semester and it gets a little bit more difficult. And I think that's misconstrued with, oh, you know, it doesn't seem so hard, so I don't have to do it. Like, oh, I got it figured out. I don't need to, but I think that's structure in your life. And I think even a greater picture. And I, you know, and I'll talk more about it later once I experience it outside of college is that college provides you with a structure 
And then there's a structure within that structure that you make for Mm -hmm. yourself where you wake up every day and you make sure that you do these necessary things to have your semester go off smoothly. But that, and I'm going to tell you right now, and people are going to be like, yep, you're right. You was right. (laughs) You was right. That three and a half to four, like that week three and a half to week four is when you start losing that stride of doing these necessary things like writing in your planner, um, meeting up with professors, like going to see study hours, like you lose out on that. You're like, eh, I could put it off. But you can't. You can't. What I do mean, you, what do you, I, go ahead. I used to put it off and I survived and I graduated, but I would always feel really horrible about myself towards the end of the semester when I've forgotten something or didn't plan ahead and, and now I'm rushing to finish something, you know, it, it's stressful because you, then you, oh, I forgot I had to do this or I forgot I didn't go to this meeting, you know, because you start paying attention and staying on top of it. You start getting behind and I hate feeling behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe sometimes you'll have a kick in the butt where you'll forget something and you're like, man, no, I have to start doing this again. And then you do it for a little bit more and then you, you fall off the horse, you know, yeah. maybe it's just me personally. It doesn't sound like it's just me if it's you as well and no, maybe other me. people, but you know, I, I think I'm pretty good about committing to things except for... <laughs> School related. Everything else that has to do with like not with what you're like spending the most time on. Yeah. Of course. Make every semester like what you can of it. Um, I think I'm truly going to miss college. And I think that college has provided a structure in my life. And I feel that I have to kind of like do that on my own now. Like I have no course syllabus. I don't have like, hey, I have to meet during these times at, on these days. I don't, I don't have that. It's something I have to create for myself. And I think that um, take advantage of it now. Like, do it now because we we can only do so much and we can only give you so much advice and to say, like, hey, do this, don't do that, try this. You might like this. You might not like that. It's not like we didn't know that we had to keep planning throughout the whole semester and keep paying on, paying attention to our classes. Right. We just stopped doing it. Right. And I, <laughs> and I think that's why we provide, like, such valuable insight in that we've, we've come full circle and, like, we've reached that point of where it's like – you know, we're pretty good at college. We've, we've understood how to like master it properly. Know when we have to study, know when we have to cram, know when we don't, um, know which tailgates to go to and which ones not to. Exactly. Never on rainy days, <laughs> never going to tailgate on rainy days. Even think, though you might think it's a good idea, don't do it. I think Ryan can attest to this. Every time I went out tailgating in the fall semester of Games last won. year, yeah. it was raining. Didn't games win too? Wasn't that something you said? Like every time you went to one game, we won or something? No, I don't know. I don't remember the outcome of the games ever. <laughs> I couldn't get through first <laughs> I quarter. I just was interested in the, <laughs> in the first half. There's too uh, much sunburn. I'm pasty. So you I got to be careful. You get red though. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would that'd be my word of advice. Any Anything for you, anything that you remember like going into, if it's not your first semester of college, but like into like a new semester, like a fall or a spring? I mean, I just say make sure you are capitalizing on that refresher, that, that New Year's feel, that new class. You have a new opportunity to meet people and, and impress your teachers and, and uh, stay on top of it from the beginning. Um, and then maybe uh, give yourself a goal of this semester I want to join a club or I want to figure out how to – Learn something outside of class. You know, I want to go to the library for five hours a week, you know. Um, just set yourself up a goal and see how long you can commit to it, you know. Because yeah. um, I feel like after a while, that commitment will just slowly build up. So, you, you know, you commit to something and you make it two weeks. Next time you say, no, I'm going to do this, you commit four weeks, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe you get to six. Maybe you get to the whole semester. Maybe you get to all 12 one year. Maybe you don't, but Ma- you'll still make it through. Exactly. I thought something was really... Um 
really, uh, mar- I was marveling at this uh, exit survey that we were given um, for graduating seniors, soon to become alumni. And it had like a little box of, it's like a whole page of like things that you can check off. It's like a checklist of like certain things that you were involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I checked off like at least like seven or eight of them out of like the 50 that were on the list, but it's so great. You like, you read down like all of these different clubs and, you know, were you part of like a, you know, professional organization? Were you involved in like a, an honor society? Like, you know, club, the underwater basket weaving one oh one. you know, were you involved in these things? And you, and you start looking at, you reflect on your time in college. You're like, yeah, I did that check that off. I did that. I was involved in this. And it's part, part it's for, you know, the university to see like what people are taking part in, but it's also like a visual representation of like everything that was available to you and what you took advantage of. Don't wait until you get that exit survey saying like, Hey, what did you participate in in college? Take advantage of it now, take ownership now and like get in. You know what I thought when I took that survey, I thought, why don't they have this at the other end? You know, like which, which things are you going to take advantage of when you come here? You know, they, they, do a decent job telling you what you can take advantage of, but you know when you get all of it at once, not of a lot of it will stick to your head. You'll forget. Oh man, I wanted to go join that club. Um, so I wish that they would do that more on the front end rather than the back end. For the exact reason you mentioned, you know that regret of man, I didn't do enough, or I wish I could have done this, or man, I wanted to have gone to more of this. You know. Mm-hmm. I, and and I've noticed too, and this started like my this started spring, so like the beginning of 2017. I figured out more resources on campus the later on in my college experience than I did towards the beginning. And I don't know if that's the same for everyone, but I felt like I was given more like, you know, inside College of Business, like more like internal resources that we have. And I know that a lot is thrown at us once we go into college and like we come back for a new semester, like, yeah, just rinse and repeat. But I think there should be more ownership on, you know, like letting us know all of our resources that we have available. And sometimes it's just, they throw a lot at us and it's like, whatever sticks will stick, but just kind of like the constant upkeep of like, Hey, this is available to you. Like this is available to you or have like a broken off. Like this is what's like most important probably to freshmen. These are what's most important probably to sophomores. Like yeah. kind of break it up like that. Cause some things that you might need as a senior, you might not necessarily need as a freshman. Like I don't need, you know, interviewing techniques yet because like, I don't well don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Three more years. Right. So it's definitely, uh, it's a lot of information and I feel like we are kind of like throwing a lot of information out here, but it's like, we've, we've done this and we just want to be able to say like, Hey, like take advantage of this, be mindful of this because college is going to start soon. And the fall is not forgiving. Time don't slow down. Winter is here. <laughs> <laughs> you've been catching up on Game of Thrones. But. Oh, you know, I heard there was a leak. Side note. Don't, spo- no spoilers here. Hack. And HBO lost a lot of their documents and uh, the next, potentially the next episode. I haven't seen it personally, but I heard it was online somewhere. Episode four? Yeah. Wow. You know, there's only after mon- ap- Sunday, once Sunday hits, there's only three more episodes this season. Are you serious? Three more episodes. What a letdown. That's it. The this, series is almost over. This, is the, this isn't the last season. I feel like that's fake news. This is the last season of Game of Thrones. It's either this or like there's one more, but the next season, if they do have one, it's like only a few episodes. It's wow. not too much. You know what this is going to do? Really date this podcast. <laughs> it's really going to date this podcast. But I think the producers of the show are like already on some sort of like new show. They were like talking about it online. It's like um, it goes back to Civil War time, but it's if the Confederates won the war instead Whoa. of the North. As the the people the that created people. Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. I think that's good. They're they're really good producers. the The cinematics in the show, if you've watched Game of Thrones from season one mm-hmm. all the way yeah. to the newest season, like like all the scenery views and all the aerial shots that they have, like 
you could just see the progression of technology and like in in videography and like it's just it's great they do a great job one of my favorite shows it i look forward to sunday now every every week because of it i'm watching that new show that ozark show yes dude have you watched it yet? yes oh i don't want to spoil anything i'm only on episode two i'm gonna start episode no, three today Oh, it gets good. good. It, dude, Jason Bateman is literally one of my favorite actors. He directs it, right? He, he He's the director. He is a writer. He produced it, and he directs it. That's incredible. And he acts in it. He does four things in the damn show. I never understand how you can produce, how you can write, produce, direct, and act. The hard part for me would be directing and acting because you're off the camera. I guess you'd walk back over to the camera to preview your shot and, and then make adjustments. You have to adjust yourself. You have to be a really good actor in order to direct yourself. You know? I think Jason Bateman can do that, though. He's a very well-decorated actor. He's great. We need to start like a new podcast and do this, too. Talk about like <laughs> well, movies and shit like that. We can't steal from... Uh, we can't. We can't. Take two podcasts. Yep. Great guys over there. They're already on... I think like they're on third episode. Wow. Make sure we'll we'll plug them. They uh, they uh, plugged us and they shared us. They shared um, Jared's episode with, uh, with their listeners. So we'll definitely do that. Crazy. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Um... I think we're going to have a great one next week. Anthony, I'll miss you. I will miss you. Travel safe. I will. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can never end this right. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, most like, no, no. Uh, whoa, uh, uh. Uh, uh. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>